to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. Hi. <laughs> I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, the best dad in the world, Mr. <laughs> Eric Robertson. Hi. Uh, it was Father's Day and your birthday. Right, it was a twofer. Do you feel really celebrated? Yeah, I feel great. I just mostly wanted to open that up so you could tell everyone how well I celebrated you this year. You didn't give me a chance. What I wanted to say was <laughs> Allison really stepped it up. Thank and you. Oh my gosh. I just had, I mean, the birthday was fantastic. There was presents, there was food. And then Father's Day, I, I wasn't expecting anything. There was more presents, more I, food. I mean, what can I say? I must really love you. I guess so. We are so grateful you guys are here. We hope you're feeling celebrated in your life. And if you're not, well, listen up. I'm going to celebrate you right now. Welcome to episode 85, Who is Your Cast? Of characters. It is an idea, a principle I have been using. I was talking to a friend and I came up with it. And then I've been coaching over on my new podcast. Oh, sharing is caring. No, the new podcast is called Business Therapy. We had a little bit of a problem getting it up on iTunes. It should be up pretty soon. But on that podcast, I am actually coaching people, as I like to do, with their businesses or their dreams or their direction in their life. And I'm absolutely loving it. And the few people who have figured out how to listen to it <laughs> also seem to be liking it so far. It's uh, brought to you by Allison's brand school. So be sure to look for that and check it out because I think you guys will actually really like it. There are episodes in which I am talking to a person and I am getting down to brass tacks. Then I give questions for you to ask yourself as you do what you feel called to freaking do. Okay, so let's hop into this idea of who is your cast of characters and what I mean by that. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. I was talking to a friend on the phone and she has a project as you guys are going to pick up. This is what I talk to people about. She has a project that she keeps wanting to do. And every time we talk about it, she's running into a lot of resistance. Now, to be fair, I feel like in the past few months, it maybe hasn't necessarily been the right time for her to do this project. But as I've been talking to her for many months now, I've realized that a few people who in my outside of herself, you know, mind, seem very unrelated, kept popping up. These names of, you know, oh, so-and-so might think this, or so-and-so might do that, or here's what so-and-so did. And I was talking to her and I said, hey, let's call her Veronica, because I don't think, I can't think of any friends off the top of my head named Veronica. And I said, Veronica, you know what's so crazy? Every time we talk about this project, I hear you bringing up this cast of characters. And I started to list off, and I could list off four or five people. And I said, you want to know the craziest part about this? Is that they have absolutely nothing to do with the execution or completion of this project. They're not even people that like you regularly talk to. And yet they're playing this huge, huge part in this thing that is really important to you in your life. And she stopped and she was like, this is so good, I'm writing this down. And I was like, I know, I feel really smart right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she was like, you have to talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, I was already taking notes on what I was telling you because this felt so profound. And as I was talking to her, I realized that this is something I did, especially last year with a few people in my life with some projects I wanted to do. I had created this cast of characters and I would had carried them around with me and I'd brought them into my life where they actually had no place being. So how can we make this apply to you? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of a pain point. I want you to think a goal that you have, whether it has to do with your health, whether it has to do with relationships and parenting, or whether it has to do with a project. It could even be something around your house. Anything that you want to accomplish. It needs to be something that you're having a hard time accomplishing. Something that you just are like, oh, I just keep getting stuck on this, or why am I not making progress on this? And then I want you to sit down and I want you to ask, who is the cast of characters that I have created around this. Is this making sense, Eric? Are you on board? Yeah, totally. And so, for example, if you want to get healthier, I want you to think, who's the cast of characters who is telling you you can't do it? Who's the cast of characters who's helping you shame your body? Who's the cast of characters who's making you feel stupid when you go to the gym or like you can't try something new? And what's so crazy, I'm going to give you guys an example from my own life. When I was going to speak at Pinterest, I was going into this unknown. I, I didn't know the company of people at Pinterest. It's not the typical company that I speak for. So there were a lot of very variables of the unknown in that situation that were giving me a lot of anxiety. What I started doing that I didn't even realize I was doing is I started creating this cast of characters. Like there there were some men in the audience who had been men in other audiences a long time ago who I thought were going to think I was stupid. I was like, oh, they're just going to see me air humping and they're just, oh, they're not going to take me seriously. They're going to think I'm so stupid. And I started making up this complete cast of characters that we're going to think that I was a total idiot. And as I was talking to Eric about it, like after the fact, when we were kind of brainstorming around this concept, I was like, okay, I know the creator of Gum Road. His name's Sahil. He's awesome. He's a tech startup dude. He's the exact type of guy who would work at Pinterest. And he, some people have been sending me um, forwards. He's doing a presentation. He quotes me in it right now. And I'm like, he he thinks I'm not an idiot. That's cool. Which, which, uh, uh enough is a decision, not an amount. Oh, like a few that. people have, uh, he's quoting me. Thanks, Sahil. And then I have this friend named Omar, Omar Presswich. He's this cool dude, this like hip tech dude who like works with K-Swiss now. Yeah, he sends me shoes. Thank you, Omar. I he love thinks him. I'm he thinks I'm cool. And so <laughs> so do you see what I'm saying? I said to Eric, I could have created this cast of characters who I was going to speak to at Pinterest in in the positive. And I could have thought, I'm going to speak to my friend Omar. I'm going to speak to Sahil. I'm going to speak to these people who don't think I'm an idiot. But instead, I started bringing in these random people who I had past interactions with. And when I really was honest with it, I was really letting them affect the places a lot of my thoughts were going. Yeah. And they weren't really relevant at all. Oh, no, they were. I mean, they were years old. And that's what's interesting is I was thinking about the same thing. Like, uh, you get these, like, emotional scars from events that can happen any at any point in your life. And you remember the names of that that kid in sixth grade. Yeah. You know, or, that, or that one person, you know. And so it is, it's crazy how powerful those cast of characters are that continuously repeat through your life. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is this idea of my habits and my behaviors. Are they the same now in my 30s as 
they were in my early teens and in my 20s. And what's so funny is so many of my tendencies and behaviors, while I think that I have improved and changed definitely and matured in a lot of ways, a lot of my habits and behaviors are similar. Like in high school, my friend Jessica from Extraordinary Moms Podcast, we would go to to the parties, you know, we'd go to a party and we would stay for about a half an hour, you know, get all dressed up, go with the big group of friends to the parties stay for about a half an hour and then we would go back to her house and watch Friends like season one through ten of Friends that's amazing (laughs) which is exactly what I do now as an adult yeah I never want to stay at a party for a super long time I much prefer to go home and like watch a show in my bed with Eric and it's hysterical because we think that we think we're like these different people I've just been really like trying to pull back like and look at my life with like a longer perspective rather than just sitting in the moment I'm in right now yeah And the reason I bring this up is this cast of characters, like Eric said, it could be somebody that you've been bringing with you from sixth grade. It could be a look that your mom gave you one time. And it's not even your mom is part of that cast, but it's like the look she gave you that one time when you disappointed her. Yeah. And so this idea of back to that pain point, back to that thing that you want to accomplish or you want to work towards, or maybe it's just some like positive changes you want to make in your habits and your personality and the way you react versus respond. And there's this resistance that keeps getting thrown up and you haven't really identified that it's tied to someone. Now, here's why this matters so much. I have been reading, and I've mentioned this multiple times, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Really, really impressed with this book, especially as I'm writing my own book right now. It's the type of book I'm reading, and I'm like, well, I shouldn't even write a book. This one's so well-written and so so (laughs) well-organized. I should just give up now. I can never be this organized. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to do that. But it's a very good book, and he's talking about the role of family and friends in shaping your habits. We often hear that idea of you're like accumulation of the five people you surround yourself with. And there's also some really recent studies that really kind of delve into this with the idea of if your friends are overweight, you're 45% more likely to gain weight. And then a more recent study from 2018, this guy David Burkus is talking about how it's not just your friends, you're also affected by the friends of your friends. They can increase your behavior by up to 20%. And so, I mean, not to go into this idea of trying to control every single person you interact with, but the people that you bring into your life really, really matter and can shape your habits and behavior. And so when he's talking about the role of family and friends in shaping your habits, I love this idea that he shared. He said, we imitate, this is, this is again from James Clear, Atomic Habits. We imitate the habits of three groups in particular, the close. So that's the idea of like the five people around you, the many. So that's the idea of like society and culture and the powerful. And that's the idea of the people that you look up to, the people you want to emulate. It's why we're attracted to the ideas of like habits of highly effective people because we want to do what the powerful people do. So is that the cast you want to gather? Well, it's the cast to examine, right? I think, yeah, maybe you want to gather a few people. Now, a cast of characters, when you think of like a sitcom, okay, think of like an ensemble cast. There's always the people who are like in the core and they're close to you. The people that you interact with every day, the best friend. I've realized this recently. Whenever they, you know, in a movie want to establish that people have a really good friendship, they have a secret handshake that they do. Have you noticed that? They've always got, 
God, I want you to pay attention. They do this all the time in movies. Like, okay. oh, we're really good friends. We have like a, a you know, flap, flap, little we. Like, it's this whole thing. So that's the close. The many is the group of people like that you go to church with or that are in your neighborhood or that are just kind of around you. And like, if you live in San Francisco, the people who are affecting your reality are different than the people who live in Provo, Utah. Mm -hmm. And then the powerful. And I think the number one way, I mean, that I bring the powerful into my life is through social media, where I think of like a powerful person that I really, really respect and looked up to is Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. or Brene Brown. Yeah. And the way that I bring them into my life is through social media and by reading and consuming their content. Yeah. So if you want to examine your cast of characters, there's going to be people who are close to you. You can examine like your culture, your community that you're surrounding yourself with, and then look at to the powerful people you're bringing in your life. Because the cast of characters in any given situation can be, you know, from any one of those groups. I'm not just talking about the people that you see every day when you go to work or your family or the people in your neighborhood. One more idea that James Clare talks about that I think can be really helpful when we're examining our cast of characters is he says, one of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. I'm going to say that one more time. One of the most effective things you can do to build a better habit is to join a culture where your desired behavior is normal behavior. Now, I want to go back to that idea of cast of characters and I want to suggest what I suggested to my friend who are we calling Veronica. I said, Veronica, these four people are the cast of characters around this project you want. Now what I want to do is create a new cast of characters. And I said, let's talk about who we should put on that cast. And every time you go to think of that project, rather than resorting to those old people, I want you to think of this new group of people. And one of the people that we put on her cast of characters for this project was me, somebody that she loves and she knows loves her, and somebody that who is cheering for her and saying, this is an awesome idea. I believe this is something you can do. Mm -hmm. And then I went through and I thought of three or four other people who I know have been giving her awesome feedback right now. One of them was a mentor. She had kind of hired in this typical vein of the project she was interested in doing. And I said, does this feel like a more empowering cast to you? So this is the second step. The first step is to examine that cast of characters and try to realize who are you allowing into your bed? Who are you allowing into your head? Who are you allowing into your car? Who are you allowing into these private places? places in your life. And then the second step is to build a new cast. And I love this idea because you're going to say to me, well, I don't have this friend and I don't have the mentor. Well, guess what? You don't have to know any of these people personally, and they can still play a huge role in your life. And so when I think of the cast of characters in my life, that I want to curate, like I said, when it comes to my business and like moves I want to make, I love listening to Gary Vaynerchuk because a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk's message is have empathy, don't do the hacks, and just get it done. Get it out there and stop being precious about it. Now, those are the messages I take away from him mm -hmm. because those are the messages I need. Eric, what are, like, you might take different, you love Gary too. What other messages do you take away from him? Um, yeah, I really love that he values kindness so much. He's like kind of a really like kick butt, take no prisoners approach to a lot of stuff, but he's always about kindness. He says, even even though kindness is, may not be cool, he's like, that's what's going to win in the end is empathy, kindness, kicking butt. So he is one of the people that I definitely have in my cast of characters as I do it. I also love Jen Sincero. 
Oh yeah, I love her. Whenever I'm thinking about business. So the cast of characters that I have is different than yours and some are the same. If you curate it properly, then uh, you will, you feel supported and you feel, you, you emulate that. And I want to go back to this idea from James Clare. Now, when we go into curating this cast of characters, that one of the most effective things you can do to build a better habit is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. So if you are somebody who wants to eat healthier and everyone around you is eating garbage, whatever your definition of garbage is, joining a group, a membership, an online group, going and meeting with people actually in person. So you're surrounding yourself with people who believe what you believe is one of the most effective ways to change that habit. What I think the power in our podcast is, is, and this is what I hope it is, is that the goal of our podcast is to help you feel a little more awesome each time you listen. One of my major objectives is to infuse in you the idea, the belief, the message that you can do what you feel called to do, that you're enough, you have enough, you have enough resources. I believe in you. And even though life is really hard and sometimes there are freaking crazy voices in your head, depression, anxiety, suffering, you know, obstacles, people hurting you, cars hurting you, you can still feel beautiful and awesome. Now, I believe that. Eric believes that. And when you come and listen to our podcast, that's what I hope you're doing is you're surrounding yourself with a culture of people. Even if you don't believe it yet, it's going to be more normal to you to believe these things if you're listening to people who believe this. That's why this idea of what you read, what you take in, what you watch on television, I'm not even going to tell you this. I freaking, I told Eric, I freaking love watching television and I can get really hard on myself. for watching too much, and I definitely try to watch my habits. But I believe as long as I'm monitoring the messages I'm bringing in, the beliefs I'm bringing in, the type of characters I want to put in my cast, that there can be a lot of good from it. And so if you're really struggling to change some habits or really struggling to work on a desired outcome of some sort, examine that idea of where is a culture of people who are already doing what you're doing and how can you get more involved with them? If that even seems too intimidating, let's go back to our original idea of who is the cast of characters in your head and then how can you change them out for a more supportive cast because remember you are the hero of your story you're not the victim in your story and like every other story this is why I freaking love Harry Potter so much and I love Lord of the Rings is yes it is a story about Harry Potter and yes it is a story about Frodo but they absolutely cannot do it without the people who are around them We just were watching The Two Towers this morning. Is it Two Towers? Yeah. And what are the Merry and Pippin? Merry and Pippin. And and they're with the Ents, the giant trees. They're standing with these giant trees saying, "We're, we're too small. We can't make a difference. We should just go back to the Shire. And is it Merry or Pippin? Well, the the... The Ents had just said, hey, we're not going to help in the war. And then the two hobbits were discouraged. And uh, Pippin said, yeah, let's just go home. And that's when Mary gave that talk that you're— He basically says to him, they're not going to have a Shire to go back to. Yeah. So, so meanwhile, this is just normal protocol. I'm over there sobbing because what I'm thinking about is how all of the armies are off fighting the war and they don't realize that this conversation is happening 
that is going to effectively help them win the war. This conversation where the Ents come in and they help save the day, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So back to this idea of there's all these people and all these players who are having these conversations and they're the hero of their own stories, but they play such an integral part in like the story of humanity and then our, in our own personal stories. And that's why I was crying so hard in my bed. I just thought that was so beautiful. And I was thinking about these two hobbits that feel so small and that that's why Lord of the Rings is what it is, right? It's the hobbit. It's the insignificant person who feels so small, like they can't do it and they can literally change the fate of the world. But that's why I think Frodo is so important is he's so humble and he knows he can't do it alone. And that's why he needs Samwise Gandhi. Sam. Don't you leave him, Samwise. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to geek out on Lord of the Rings. And but, you make fun of me for the dork dungeon. Well, I know, and I'm. The, <laughs> that's why I love fantasy. That's why I love fantasy, because all of these themes play out so strong, and they're so beautiful. So this is my challenge to you, my call to arms. Examine the cast of characters in your head and ask if they are serving you. And even if they're people you love and care for, it's okay if they're not a part of some certain project or idea or thing that you want to move forward. You can still love your sister and not have her be one of the cast of characters when it comes to the business you want to start. And you can still love your dad and have him not be one of the cast of characters when it comes to the relationship that you're in. Do you see what I'm saying? Just because you love someone and care about someone doesn't mean you need to bring their voice into your head if you don't want it and you don't believe it serves you when you're trying to move yourself forward. That's it. That's what we wanted to talk about. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it serves you. And I really, really hope that it can give you some new ideas and some new resources for how to do what you want to do, man, and that you can feel a little more awesome while you do it. Uh, We have been loving and appreciating the reviews. We've had such good guests on lately. If you've missed our last couple episodes, you are missing out. Miranda Anderson and Georgia. Ooh, they were so good. We've recorded some coming up that are incredible as well. Oh my gosh, we have such good episodes. Episodes coming up. I'm so excited. And so thank you so much for your reviews. Eric, do you want to read one for us? Yeah, I love this. It's short and sweet and it's great. This is from Marna, like Marna EC, I guess. They say, if I had to pick one podcast to listen to for the rest of my life, it would be Awesome with Allison. Aww. Her episode on having a gratitude practice is my favorite and it's life-changing. I love her and Eric. We love you right back. Thank you so much. Please shoot an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. We are going to send you a bunch of goodies from Party with Allison. We send out a real nice swag bag and that is for leaving written reviews on iTunes. We're trying to get to a thousand and written reviews and we would absolutely be honored and appreciate it if you get one written because it really helps us spread the podcast. <sighs> You're doing a really good job. Not all hope is lost. Don't be discouraged and think that you need to go out and make all new friends and that nobody supports you, okay? Just know I support you. You know what? It can be as flippant as thinking of, I was thinking about this. It could be like in putting on an outfit. Yeah. If you're going to go camping, you're going to put on your hiking boots, your shorts, whatever. You, you still love your your dress shirt or your dress. You know, you still love it. But just for this endeavor, you're just going to put on a different outfit. I know. That's I all think I want to say. It, it doesn't need to be that. Yes. You're not, you're not taking people out of your life permanently. No, I love that. Thank you for adding that because it does not need to be more drastic and dire than that. And also just truly know like if it serves you, I would love to be part of the cast of characters in your head whenever you need me telling you I believe in you and you got this. And yes, maybe you are crazy. 
but that doesn't mean you can't accomplish what you <laughs> what you want to accomplish. I'll come too. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, I mean, if, if I have time. <laughs> And I will whisper sweetly into your ear, only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. What are you going to take us out on, sucker? Oh, we just released a new collection called Edgy Atmos. These are like uh, moody Radiohead-esque type tracks. The song is called Modern Beasts. Found at Pleasant Pictures Music Club. (laughs) 